Injured Rafael Nadal says he is mentally destroyed after his Australian Open title defence came to an end in the second round. Spaniard Nadal struggled with a left hip problem as he fell to American Mackenzie McDonald. The 36-year-old said he was carrying the injury before the match, but the pain had been nothing like today. I really hope it doesn't put me out of the court for a long time, Nadal said. This is the latest in a series of physical problems for Nadal, who admitted he had no feeling in his left foot during his victory at the French Open last year because of painkiller injections for the chronic injury. Best wishes, Rafa. We all love you. The cancelled Chinese Grand Prix will not be replaced this year. It was announced in December that the 2023 race was called off because of ongoing difficulties with COVID in China. There has, of course, been a U-turn on policy since then, but the F1 has rejected a request from the Chinese organisers for the race to be reinstated. Formula One can confirm the 2023 season will consist of 23 races, a statement said. All existing race dates on the calendar remain unchanged. The Shanghai race was due to return in April for the first time since 2019. Former England boss Eddie Jones has been appointed Australia head coach, replacing the sacked Dave Rennie. Jones, who previously coached the Wallabies from 2001 to 2005, signed a five-year deal through to 2027. The 62-year-old was dismissed by England in December after seven years in the role. He will start with Australia at the end of January with his contract covering two World Cups and the British and Irish Lions Tour in 2025. It is a wonderful opportunity for me to be able to come home to Australia and lead my nation to a Rugby World Cup. Today will be the final instalment with Peter Juricevic. He is a Hong Kong Sevens coach and former Scotland Sevens player. What we like to do is ask our guest, who's perhaps played or coached at a high level, and you've done both, um, about some advice that we can offer perhaps for the younger audience that, that may be playing sport or, or whatever their chosen hobby is if they're looking to perform at a high level. You've already sort of touched on your, your teenage years um, with with your, your brothers and father in, in the back garden. When you went beyond that and into the performance teams, if you like, what were some things that you did well that you can share what what were maybe one or two things that, that led you to success particularly as you didn't have perhaps a great club opportunity so yeah. you were exposed to the higher level later on probably one thing that, that always stood out or would have stood out is every fitness test I would be either first or second I'd be I pride myself on being the fittest in the team or close to being the fittest in the team so and that doesn't really take anything any skill set it just takes bit of hard work and a bit of direction from perhaps a, an older brother or per, perhaps a, a father who's got a little bit more um, yeah a bit more experience in that but that kind of pushed me I guess to to get selected for teams because I was I was standing out in that regard so and it helps as a scrum half as well so just working hard and trying to be physically in, in good condition can may not win your games but it, it certainly won't won't lose your games um, being really fit so that's one thing to so work hard on on your fitness I guess um, yeah it, everything takes time so I'm 33 now and I still feel like I could get better as a rugby player although coaching obviously is the is the is the main job but you, you can always get better it just takes time so um, whether you're not very good at 
whatever skill you're trying to perform at the moment, um, keep working hard at it, and over time you will um, you'll get better. I mean, like any elite athlete will tell you that. Um, that they all started as novices, all started at the beginner at one point. So if you enjoy it, that's I think that's key as well. If you enjoy it, then um, stick at it and over time you'll get better and then you'll start reaping the, the rewards for it. Good man. And then and further on from that, you know, time's very different to, to perhaps when we were teenagers and playing, as you said, professional rugby only came about when, when we were young. Technology is very different. Science is very different these days. What do you think of perhaps some of the off-field stuff that, that is crucial to performance with everything we know now in 2022, whether that be with regards to watching tape, nutrition, strength and conditioning? I, I, the answer is a blend of them all. But what yeah. do you think are some easy fixes? Yeah, I guess with, um, to give you a bit of an, an insight, um, every player, every training session, every game, will wear a GPS in the back of their shirt so we can see how hard they're working, how fast they're running, how quickly they're getting back in position after they make a pass or make a tackle. So we're closely monitoring sort of every movement they make on the pitch and looking at you know, whether they are, we are preparing them for when it comes to game time, um, the levels of intensity and volume that they're exposed to. So yeah, just sort of monitoring every move they make on the pitch and is training replicating that so we can prepare them for competition. Um, uh, what else do we look at? Um, footage, so we, we film every training session. We'll feedback then after in meetings on those training sessions. And we'll look at wherever the goals were that day, uh, wherever we're looking at skill-wise or technically, tactically. Um, we'll use footage as a way of um, uh, getting sort of points across, but getting that learning um, across to the players. So, and also you'll use footage to look at opposition as well. So analyze what Samoa do, what New Zealand do, what Australia do. So allow us to um, be able to hopefully then put a plan together that we can perform effectively and put us in a, within a chance of, of, um, of performing well against these teams. So yeah, we film everything and we monitor every movement they make uh, on the trading pitch. So that really helps inform us um, for yeah, the next steps and planning and then next steps in competition. Very good. So I suppose if, if there is someone young out there, tape your footage and, and then tape your game, sorry, and then work backwards and, and see are you preparing yourself and, and monitor and take data from there. Yeah, well, I, I even wear a watch, which can do the same thing so when you're going for a run or you can your training sessions aren't involving contact I'll still wear that to make sure I uh, want to have a look at what speed does hit and what distance does hit and so it's uh, there's lots of devices available to do that these days um, and then obviously everyone's got a smartphone that you can film your passing your kicking or whatever sport you're involved in I'm sure you can film bits of it that you can then use that as a feedback tool and um, to allow you to get better Brilliant, brilliant. Well, Peter, thank you so much for joining us today. Good luck for the season, not just the Hong Kong Sevens. That's the first big one on the calendar. We're rooting for you and the team, and everyone will be be excited for that, whether they're, they're in whichever stand they're in, I should say. So, yeah, good luck, mate. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on your, your playing career as well, and hopefully your coaching career goes on to you know bigger and better things beyond this as well down the line. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having me. Hong Kong, are you ready?
This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. I have not done this for a while. My hottest ticket in the world this week is the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. The Super Bowl is just a few weeks away. Which team will edge closer this week? 